Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Rack Quick Look. I'm Manus and today we'll be taking a look at something from Honor. And every time Honor sends over some stuff, we're always, at least to me, I'm almost always kind of impressed about how many capabilities and features they cram in at pretty budget-friendly prices. So let's go over what those are. So first off, look at this back. I mean, obviously ignore this big not-for-sale sticker, but it looks absolutely gorgeous to me. It kind of has this frosted glass back here, which kind of catches the light, but does it in sort of a dim way. It looks great. And while it does attract a little bit of fingerprints, it's actually not as bad as those big glossy finishes finishes which you usually see on phones which are in that particular price range. Also, um, we get aluminium frame all the way around, so there's nothing at least here beyond perhaps the weight which lets you know that this is anything but a top shelf smartphone, so that is great as well. We also get wireless charging, which is great. We get Wi-Fi 6, double SIM card capability, 66-watt um, fast charging. Again, so there's nothing in that particular way which sort of lets you know that this isn't like going straight for the big guys in uh, like at the top of the league. Um, there are a few things that are missing. I would be remiss to not remind you. So that means that we have no headphone jack. And while headphone jacks aren't particularly, you know, commonplace anymore, they do tend to crop up in the mid-range as a sort of a way of differentiating yourselves from the main competitors. But there is no such thing here. There is no micro SD card slot. There is no IP certification. And there are no stereo speakers. We have to settle for this one bottom firing one, meaning that if you cover it with your hand, if you're, for instance, sitting watching something here, then that will significantly muddle the sound, and that is kind of a shame. Um, but apart from that, again, all is essentially well. You get the Snapdragon 770HG+, which is just plenty capable to me, and definitely something that I wouldn't worry about. It's fine. It is completely responsive, and it'll probably be that for at least a couple of years, if not for longer than that. You can get it from 128 all the way up to 512 gigs of internal storage, um, and that is UFS 3.1, and you can get either 8 or 12 gigs of RAM, both of which are completely fine. There's nothing wrong on the inside with what you're getting. Um, this particular shape of a slab we've seen many times before, this display is really cool. It's an OLED, it's 1080p, it's 120 hertz adaptive, that's good. Um, and the uh, Magic UI is actually not as bad as you think it is. We're used to seeing particularly Chinese manufacturers create Android overlay skins, which isn't as elegant uh, OnePlus was at the very beginning with Oxygen OS. But Magic UI is actually just fine. You don't need to worry about it. There's a little bit of bloat when you unpack the phone, but that quickly evaporates as you start using it. Now, the main thing that Honor is using to differentiate itself here is actually the camera, which is a really fun thing because this is usually kind of like the afterthought of a mid-range phone beyond, say, the Google Pixel 6a. But these two big circular uh, um, attachments here make up the camera system. And there are three lenses in here. There is essentially two lenses as far as I'm, I think one is like a timer flight sensor or something like that. But the main thing that you need to uh, like think about here is that uh, the main sensor, is a 54 megapixel f over 1.9 main shooter 
And this is using the brand spanking new Sony IMX 800 sensor. I think it's one of the first smartphones in the world to use this sensor. And there's just a range of upgrades that comes with just utilizing that out of the box without all of the extra tuning that a manufacturer can put on top of using a particular sensor from a third party like Sony. So cool light gathering, great contrast, and actually pretty performant in low light scenarios as well. This is much better than many of the competitors in this particular field. So say the Nothing Phone 1, it is much better. The OnePlus 10T, this is much better. At least in the, in the stills that I've managed to, to shoot with the Sony IMX 800. So it also has a 50 megapixel ultra wide that runs you at around 122 degrees, which is actually wider than a lot of the ultra wides you see in this business, particularly in the mid range, where a lot of manufacturers kind of like 108 uh, degree FOV, well, that's ultra wide and it really barely is. But 122 degrees will give you that fisheye look that a lot of people do like from their ultra wides. And I just enjoyed so, uh, shooting with it. And on top of that, uh, Honor has really leaned into like a big bulky feature set for their camera. So that means solo cut, multi-video, panoramic, great camera all round. And one of the main reasons why I would basically not hesitate to uh, recommend this, at least to camera-centric people on a budget, particularly here in Denmark, where Google refuses, refuses to launch Pixel phones. You can import them at slightly higher prices, but again, you would be foregoing some of the service and some of sort of the, the repairability of these phones. So getting something like the Honor 70 is actually a really good call. So sure, it's not a 4K or 1440p uh, display. Sure, it has no IP certification, but these cameras are actually better than you'd think. So for much more in the Honor 70, stay tuned.